wages of unrighteousness. Listen, payday is coming. Month end is coming. There's a day you will pay for everything you do. Galatians chapter 6 verse 7 says, and if you read 7, you must not miss 8. But in Galatians 6, 7, and 8, in fact, this is, a, this is an easy one to remember. Galatians number 6, number 7, and number 8. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 and 8 says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. He that soweth through the flesh shall reap of the flesh corruption. <coughs> he that soweth through the spirit shall reap of the spirit everlasting life. Let me tell you one challenge we have as young people. Young people think that they live forever. Do you know that? If there's one thing, how many of you think they will die next month? Die next month. That one, if you go talk to adults, they can tell you you will die anytime. Young people. In fact, right now, I know some of you are thinking, preacher, you're talking of dying next month, and I have not yet even graduated. Eish. No, next month is too soon. In fact, there are young people who have uh, ambitions. I'm supposed to become a doctor. Hey, wait. Next month is too soon. Young people, one thing with young people, and let me tell you, the reason we don't take life seriously as young people is because we think we live forever. It is a young woman you see everywhere. In fact, we are more interested in... Uh, the things of the world than godly things. Why? Because we think we live forever. In fact, you strategize. This is the time of our youth. Let's enjoy. We will get serious with God in two years' time. As young people, and let me tell you, what are the reasons why we won't make it to heaven? We love the world. Big appetites for the world. We can do anything to get the approbation of wildlings. Do you know so many of us, the things we do is because we want the world to give us likes. This is a generation of likes and views. How many people have checked your Instagram page? How many people have viewed your post on Facebook? Every time, that's how our world revolves. You don't ask yourself if God has looked at what you've done. You don't ask yourself that. You don't even ask yourself, has, has God approved of the things I am doing? No. And today, our dress is going to be defined by the word. World, not by God. Today, our habits of eating will be defined by the world, not by God. Today, our entertainment will be defined by the world, not by God. Let's look again. Reason number two. Why ambassadors won't go to heaven? I said they're very simple reasons. Number two. No appetite for spiritual things. No appetite for godly things. None at all. 
no appetite, as in, you are not excited that there's a seminar today. Maybe even what excites you is the fact that you're coming to see some boyfriend of yours or girlfriend. That one may be more exciting. But that you came to listen to the word of God, zero. Do you want me to experiment quickly? Dare me. Can I experiment? Whether we have an appetite for the word of God. Can I? I try. Nijaribu. Okay, let's try. My Bible. Let's try, let's try, let's try. Put up your Bible. Phones have never been Bibles. Those are phones. My Bible. Oh, okay. Seeing those who have Bibles, you're even ashamed of the Bible you have. My Bible. My Bible. Oh, what our. Hey, technical team, you need Bibles. That God gave without man. We are doing what? We are traveling together. Ah. My, my, my guy who was psyching people up, please psych them with the right thing. Technical team is saying, you know us, we psych people with the right song. No. You don't even have a Bible and you're in the technical team. How did you qualify? Oh, you, you have. My brother? Okay, you have. Next. Please, let, let's avoid this thing. You're coming for an ambassador seminar, you don't have a Bible. Why? Because you don't want people to think you're going to church. It's not cool to go to church with your Bible. Long time I used to tell them, oh, avoid these miniature Bibles. Nowadays, you don't even have miniature. So you even walk with the New Testament only. You, you, you know that more Kenya of New Testament you can put in back pocket? Try even New Testament. After two seminars, you will graduate to the old Bible. But we have no appetite for godly things, beloved. How do you come for a seminar, a church seminar, without a Bible? You are serious. How many of you have notebooks? Notebooks. Notebooks. Show me your notebooks. Just put it up. We are serious, beloved. We are serious. We are not even taking notes. You, you are the sharp ones in class. You attend biology lectures without a notebook. You always just cram and pass exams, isn't it? Listen, this is not a movie. We are not coming to watch movies. It's movies where you don't go with notebooks. Those ones you just sit. Here we take notes because these things are eternal. You need to remember the reasons why we are not going to heaven. You need to remember. Hey, I'm serious, beloved. I'm serious. I'm very serious today. You started me on a wrong note. That's why I'm on high gear. Normally, if you know my sermons, I, I graduate pole pole. But today you started me on a high note. You need to apologize to me. You need to... Ambassadors, you need to apologize to me. I didn't even have breakfast. I know you're going to say, I didn't even take breakfast. I was rushing. By the way, your leader kept on, hello, where are you? I'm like, I'm coming. Let them start at 10. I was rushing, as in, I was excited. Anything ambassadors just excites me. 
But I came to tell you, we need to have an appetite for godly things. Ambassadors, our problem is we have no appetite for godly things. Read with me, Psalms 119. Psalms 119. Reading from verses 103. And, and this is, uh, this is uh, one of the wonderful ones. Psalms 119, reading from verses 103. It says, How sweet are your words unto my taste. Yes, they are sweeter than honey to my mouth. How sweet are the words of God to your taste. You know what? One of the reasons we are not going to heaven, we have no appetite for godly things. The word of God is not sweet to us. Not sweet. Beloved, I'm not sugarcoating. Today I am on high gear, no sugarcoating. I'm just saying the truth. We have no appetite for godly things. No appetite for godly things. In fact, let me tell you, we can be able to have more discussion when we are discussing a football match than when we are discussing the word of God. If I would have just turned to discussing football right now, some of us would have tips. You even know which player should have been substituted instead of the other one. I know us. You even know which club should buy who. And here you don't even know whether Genesis comes before Exodus. You don't. But first 11, in fact, I, I, I love us. Ambassadors, we are serious. We have no appetite for godly things, but the things of the world, we have appetite. You know first 11 of the team plus the reserve players, even the junior team. Go, go and get somebody who is a, an Arsenal fan. They will tell you, these are the first 11. These are the ones who left last year. These are the ones we are planning to buy. In fact, you are behaving like you own shares. You, you, you hear members of Manchester talking, we are going to buy so and so. You, you, you are not even having one shilling to buy that player. We are going to buy so and so. But when it comes to godly things, nothing, nothing. No appetite for godly things. So you are at zero. We start discussing simple things like, hey, let's discuss about state of the dead. No, nothing. You don't even have one verse on state of the dead. None. Okay, we say, let's go to simpler topics like, uh, which is a simple topic in the Bible? Simple. Spiritual gifts. How many of you have the Holy Spirit? Okay, preacher, you've gone too far. Let's first go to how many of us know there is Jesus. As in even the Holy Spirit, simple things. We don't even have the Holy Spirit. We don't even have an appetite to have the Holy Spirit. But look at the things of the world. Here in movies, you, you see a character, you know the names of this character throughout. You know even this, this guy has acted in this series, the other one, and this one. Until you can, even, you can even advise us, telling us, in the other series, he was not, he was not serious. This other one, he acted, he was true to character. Imagine. Ukianza uchambuzi, you're doing it so well. But godly things, you cannot dissect Paul. Wait, was Paul an apostle or a disciple? Okay, preacher, what are you talking about? Imagine. Ah, no, let's try. Like in football, there are 11 players, isn't it? Let's try with the disciples. There are 12. 
Do you know the 12 disciples? And please don't mention John, James, Andrew, Simon, Peter. Start from there. Avoid Matthew and Bartholomew as well. Hey, preacher, now what are we left with? No, you see, when we have no appetite for godly things, that is what happens. But I'm telling you, don't worry. Don't worry. If you don't want to go to heaven, you will remain on earth. There is no problem. In fact, it's not even difficult. So you'll just be destroyed when Jesus is coming again. And then you will burn in hell. It's not difficult. You choose. Reasons why ambassadors are not going to heaven. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 3. We are still on point number two, which says, no appetite for godly things. Deuteronomy 8, 3, it says, And he humbled thee, and suffered thee to hunger, and fed thee with manna which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee to know that man doth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. Beloved, we don't just live by bread. We live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. We have an appetite for food as young people, but no appetite for spiritual food. Listen, beloved, I like saying this. This is not an eating club. While I would like to tell an elder, please take note of this. When ambassadors meet, let's ensure they have food to eat. That one should be done, and it should not be ambassadors collecting funds for them to eat. Parents should collect funds, and we come here and eat, isn't it? We need to get serious. We can't be told that we'll only be drinking juice when we come for a seminar. When we come for a seminar, we eat proper. We are ambassadors. Ambassadors eat well. Ambassadors have appetite for food. Now the preacher is explaining to them appetite for godly things, and there is no even appetite for food. How will they survive? Please, what I want us to do is let us bring this other physical food. Let's bring enough of it so that when they eat, even when the preacher is talking of appetite, they say, you know the way I went for second round? I need a second salmon. But you cannot be, you are only being told, oh, just focus on spiritual food. Hey, we can't only focus on spiritual food. There is also the real food which we want to focus on. Isn't it? It's true. No, I'm just saying facts. But listen, he told them that man doth not live by bread alone, but by every word. And, and what I mean is, I want us to remember there is such a thing as every word. Every word of God. So we, we will sit down and say, this is the word of God. Give me the word of God. I want to live by the word of God. I, 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 I really feel like Young people, we must remember who we are. Let me tell you, I, I love football, and I love it when we go for sports Sunday. But remember, this is not a sports club, okay? In so much as we will go for sports Sunday, this is not a sports club. Young people are excited when there's a sports Sunday. When there's a seminar to talk, no. This is not a social... Lizing club. While there's nothing wrong with social Sunday and such, we are not just here for socializing. We need to have an appetite for godly things. In fact, when you read in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 3, listen to what the Bible says. 
Peter says this in 1 Peter 2, 3. He says, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow. Desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow. You need to have the word of God to help you grow, okay? You are what you eat. That is my next agenda item. Point number three, why ambassadors are not going to heaven. Point number three, stunted spiritual growth. Let's deal with that. This is almost like, I, I used to hear of diseases called marasmus and kwashiako. Stunted spiritual growth. Point number three, why ambassadors are not going to heaven. Stunted spiritual growth. Let me explain something. When you eat junk food, you will put on unnecessary weight. When you eat healthy, you will avoid dangerous diseases like obesity, high blood pressure, diabetes. You'll avoid them. Ambassadors, let's eat well. Spiritually, we are not eating well. We are eating a lot of spiritual junk. And, and this is where our problem is. Too much spiritual junk. It is high time we sat down and purposed in our hearts that I want to eat well. We must eat well. Listen, by beholding we become changed. Do you know that? By beholding we become changed. Let me tell you something. How many of you know about homosexuality? You know, not that you practice. Knowing is different from practicing. How many of you know that there's something called homosexuality? You know there is such a thing? Oh, okay. Lesbianism? You know there's such a thing as lesbianism? Oh, okay. What else? What are the other challenging things that are happening around us? Let me think of, what are the things that are challenging around us? Okay, let me not get to the challenges. Let me first talk about stunted spiritual growth. It's poor eating habits. Now let me tell you something. When I was growing up, I'm not very old. When I was growing up, even the spelling of the word lesbianism was difficult. We wouldn't even talk about homosexuality. Right now, you even know friends of you as well homosexuals. Imagine. That's, that's how low this world has gone. And, and you know how it happened? It came gradually. Let me tell you, previously when you just had homosexuality, it was a put-off. Right now, we are even being encouraged to embrace it. And LGBTQ is a big thing. You have to accept them or you are wrong. Beloved, listen, we are not going to be scared about these things. We are going to say the truth because we rely on God's word. Now listen to me. How did they make it normal? This is how they made it normal. They started by... We had, uh, what are they called? Movies and such. Then there would be an homosexual in the movie, but somewhere, somewhere, it's not even the main character, it's a very small character, somewhere. And then we would watch the movie, enjoy the movie, but the homosexual has only five minutes. Right now, most of the movies, the main character is the homosexual. 
So you know what happens? You are watching a movie for one hour, but you are interacting with homosexuality for a whole one hour. After you've interacted with it for one hour, you are no longer scared about homosexuality. So it even becomes a normal thing. Because the celebrities are the ones who are practicing it. Then they started something coming out. What is coming out? The last time I read of coming out, the Bible said, come out of her, my people. God wants us to come out of Babylon. That's found in the book of Revelation chapter 18, verses 3 and 4. But right now, oh, they say you come out. How do they come out? They come and start declaring, you know, I know people will talk badly about me, but I thought it's just good to be courageous to tell you people about my sexual orientation. They use funny words, sexual orientation, as if it is tropism again, that the direction you are going. When the book of Romans chapter 1 had said, please avoid these things. Romans chapter 1 said that these people are behaving like this because they do not have God in their minds. But they gave the role to the main character. Now the main character is the one who is having all these bad habits. What do you want to do? You want to make murder to be commonplace? Give it to the main character. The main character is the guy who kills everyone. A week or so ago, you saw there were so many shootings in the United States. They are shooting people. Why? Because of video games and the movies we are watching. One thing they don't tell you about movies is those people don't die. They are acting. But you see, as young people, you forget that. And, and I, I wonder, I wonder, where do we get the excitement for violence? I, I, which is your best game? It's a video game where people are shooting. And I try to shoot you right now, you are scared. Why? If you enjoy shooting, allow us to shoot you. Because after all, the people you shoot don't die, isn't it? So let's shoot you first so that you see what they feel. And you know it's just a game. No, it's not just a game. You are desensitizing yourself. Your sensibilities. In fact, let me tell you, you have watched people killed by vampires in horror movies. When we tell you Jesus died on the cross, it doesn't even move you. You're like, that death is not serious. We have seen more serious deaths. As in your delicate sensibilities that should be shocked by death and murder, no longer scared. In fact, I like saying that one of the things that is happening to us as young people is, you remember the Bible says thou shalt not kill, isn't it? But listen, some of us kill, but you outsource the killing. That's why you enjoy where they are killing others. How is your favorite movie one in which they are killing people? How? So, okay, let's say none of you is into sexual immorality, isn't it? All of you are pure, isn't it? None of you is into sexual immorality. Please say yes. Okay, you are quiet. Okay, we will do an altar call for that. It's somewhere in the notes, so don't worry. We'll get to that. But let me tell you something. None of you are into it. But you enjoy watching this thing on the screen. There's something wrong. That addiction to porn pornography just tells us that, listen, 
you are only not able to commit it because you are afraid we are going to say that you are committing it. So what do you do? You outsource it. You watch when others are doing it and you derive pleasure from that. In fact, it's Paul writing to the church in Rome. And in writing to the church in Rome, in Romans chapter 1, reading from verses 32, Paul writes and says, Who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. You see the problem with us? We are afraid of committing adultery. So what are we going to do? We are going to enjoy when others are committing it. So you are rushing home very fast. Why? Because you want to go watch soap opera. Can't be like that. Can't be like that. We have pleasure. And I know, let me tell you, young people, I understand you. I was once young. I know the way I'm talking, you're like, ah, preacher, you're not the first one. Just finish your notes and go. No problem, I will finish and go. But these are some of the reasons why ambassadors will not go to heaven. We have stunted spiritual growth. We are not doing Bible study. Not at all. We are studying everything apart from the Bible. Do I point at somebody and ask them when they last do Bible study? Do I try? I, I avoid. Nikanyagia your story. Nimekanyagia, lakini next time I'm coming to ask that question. Siezi kanyagia kila wakati, pia uchoka. But beloved, why are we like that? When was the last time you just sat down and studied the word of God to hear what God has for you? Never stunted spiritual growth. And let me tell you, we are not going to heaven if we are not going to grow spiritually. Do you know 20, 28 fundamental beliefs? My sister, you know them? All the 28? You don't know. You're sincere. My brother, you know only five. Do you even know five fundamental beliefs? You, you know none. You, you are very sincere. And my, my sister, you know three? Okay, beloved, we are in trouble. We are in trouble. These are Adventists, and we don't even know our fundamental beliefs. They will tell me, ah, preacher, ask other things. Ask other things. Give us topics that we know. Talk. Talk about it. And I wonder, nowadays, there are forums everywhere. Let's talk. And, and we are talking and, and, and all these things as young people. But I get worried. We are not talking about the word of God. We can talk about relationships. And let me tell you, you are going to be dumped tomorrow. You have enough talks about relationships, but you're still being dumped. Some of you, even your applications will not be accepted. You try and the, all the ladies are just avoiding you, avoiding you. You know why? Stunted spiritual growth. Start with Jesus. Mysteria kukatia madem. When you start with Jesus, you go tell them, you cannot reject Jesus, can you? I am with Jesus, look at me. That lady will think before they talk. A lady wants to reject you, just tell them, I have spent time with Jesus, think. This is a blessing from the Lord. You're, you're talking to God's blessing. 
But you, the problem is, you have stunted spiritual growth. So what happens? You cannot even discuss with your girlfriend about God. So you are, you are everywhere watching the latest movies so that you can discuss with her. Can't do that. Preacher, come slow. I have no time. Some of you we will never meet. Next time, if you hear I am the one invited, you will skive. So let me just finish today. Today you are here. Let's just finish. Let's square it out. But beloved, starting spiritual growth is a serious thing. How many of you are baptized? Baptized. Let's put on our hands. Can I tell you something? If I was to ask you right now, between the time you were baptized and now, when do you think you are at a higher level spiritually? When? When you are baptized, isn't it? In fact, when you are baptized, you wished that Jesus came that day. Because you are sure, Jesus come today, we are going. Right now, I tell you Jesus is coming tomorrow. You're like, Jesus, let's do this. Give me one month. Because you've been, you've been just... <sighs> you know the text that says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God? You've been pigmified by sin. You're not growing. And I can tell you, when we have stunted spiritual growth, or rather stunted physical growth, we get worried as parents. If your child, after five years, is reaching here, what do you say? You don't laugh. But here we are in church. Two years down the line, since you accepted Jesus, where are you spiritually? Here. Here. That is not being humble. That is being foolish. Stunted spiritual growth. In fact, let's read the text. Hebrews chapter 5. Hey, beloved. I don't know what came over me today. But, but I'm enjoying myself. You know it. I'm, I'm enjoying myself. This is, this is a kind of someone I've, I've longed for for a long time. Hebrews chapter 5. Let's look at it. Reading from verses 11. Of whom many things we have to say that are hard to be uttered, seeing you have dull of hearing. Listen, Paul says, I have many things to tell you, but you will find them difficult because you are dull of hearing. How many of you have switched off? No, I'm, I'm speaking and you're like, okay, preacher, we stopped when you started. Dull of hearing. But listen to the text. Now, this is the one I wanted you to pick. Verses 12. For when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one should teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and have become as such as need milk and not strong meat. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is still a babe, he is still a child. But strong meat belongeth to them that are full of age, even those who are by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Okay, walk with me, walk with me. It says this, I'm breaking it down. Right now, you are born into the church, but you know what's happening? You are still spiritual babies. You're still like, hey, preacher, that sermon is too difficult. 
You just want entertainment. Entertainment. So when a preacher comes on an ambassador's Sabbath, you want to choose a preacher who will entertain you. You want, you want to be laughing after every five minutes. Entertainers. We are preachers, not comedians. But why do you want that? Because strong meat. Now listen to this. It says strong meat. Tough messages like the one we are having today. By the way, this one is too tough. This is another level. On, on, on a normal day, we don't preach like this. On a normal day, we start by let them grow. But today, tough messages belong to those who have exercised their minds by reason of use. Now listen. When you study the word of God, the word of God does something in your life. It transforms you. It changes you. Some things I used to do, I don't do them anymore. The reason we used to sing that is because there is a great change since I've been born again. When Jesus comes into your life, he must change your appetite. You cannot continue doing the things you are doing before Jesus came. He must change you. And it says, when we exercise our minds by using them, so you study and use, you study and use. Let me tell you something. If today you've studied that you need to do Bible study, start doing Bible study today in the evening, okay? I've not said that you do conch Bible study deriving the mark of the beast. Please, start, start from basic principles. You right now go and do things like salvation. Do, do simple things like salvation. Do simple things like can the Bible be trusted? Start from there. Study God's word. Number four. Why ambassadors won't go to heaven. Number four, heaven is not on their mind. Heaven is not on their mind. Now let me tell you how the Holy Spirit works. I had planned to use this song until I got disappointed. Who was asking for the song? Which one was that? I've got a shoe. What? You're the one who asked it. That was inspired because I was going to use it. Heaven is not on their mind. Ambassadors, let, let's just be sincere. Which songs do you know? Hymns, you can't sing. Spiritual songs, you can't sing. Which songs do you know? And you can't lie to me that you... I, I can ask you, one of you, now, these are the moments you don't want, okay? These are the moments you don't want. That the preacher stands here and says, okay, can you help me with your phone? Can one of you help me with your phone? Then I'm like, can you help me with your playlist? Let me play it. And then you're like, preacher, let me guide you. Let me guide you. There's, there's playlist and there's the one for you, preacher. Let me show you which one to press. You can't lie to me that you don't love music. You love music, and I know it. But the problem is, you have no appetite for godly music. That's the problem. Any of you wants to be courageous? You want to dare me? That preacher, that's not a big test. Pick my phone, here it is. Take, take, try, try. 
Can I try? Can I try? I try? I try? I try? Okay, how many are voting? Preacher, we are not going to be ashamed. You can play the playlist. Let me see. Votes. 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 Now, let me trick you. Those who are voting, I may not look for their phones. Votes. Why, why are we scared, my brother? You're a very courageous guy. Why were you scared? Oh, you didn't come with your phone. I, uh, you, you, you do not want distractions. No, no, let me tell you something. These are the moments you tell the preacher. Preacher, you said we switch off our phones. Mine is off. Kuiwasha takes time. Cool? So you, you, you're safe, my brother. You're safe. Your phone is off. You're safe. Can we try? My sister, we try. We try with your phone. The one in the woody. Can we try? Nicheze chini. For today, nicheze tu chini. Or we try? We try. Okay. You want us to try? I, I, I keep people safe. You, you care about the other ambassadors. Okay. What's your opinion? We give it a try. Ah, pana, you used to it to Kanyagie. Now, beloved, let me tell you something. Uh, because we already have too many things, we are saturated, and I don't have time, we won't try. But next time, we will try. These are the points you say, preacher, if I become the leader, you are never stepping here. There's no next time for you. You, no next time. But beloved, why? We don't even have hymns. Right now we tell you, please, play some hymn. No hymn in your phone at all. No spiritual songs. You have more than 10 GB of videos, and none of them, none of them is a spiritual video, none. If I, I can give you my phone, you, you look at my phone. My phone, I am working with some, yeah, it, it's sizable. I think my phone, I have almost over 200 GB summons in there. Summons are 200 GB. And I'm like, hey, you've wasted space. Summons, 200. No, no, I'm not lying to you. You, you can go check. When you look at the videos, the majority of them, summons 200 GB. But here you are, even with 64 GB, 60, 60 is not spiritual. As in, you have 64 GB memory, but 60 GB, nothing godly. Let's try, let's try, okay? We need, we need to really give it a try. And heaven is not in your mind. If heaven is in your mind, you will store more of heavenly material. The song he was trying to sing, I've got a shoe, I've got a shoe, all God's children got a shoe. Now let me tell you something. That's a Negro spiritual. And there's something they said about Negro spirituals. The Negroes were oppressed in the days of slavery. They were very oppressed. And let me tell you something. 
they will go about and, and when you look at the Negro spirituals, when you look at their songs, their songs of hope, they will always sing of a better day is coming and they will say, I've got a shoe. And, and, and one time the Negroes were singing, I've got a shoe. And, and, and then the slave master is wondering, what are you saying I've got a shoe? You have no shoe on your foot. You are walking barefoot. And the Negro replied to the slave master, I've got a shoe in my mind. One day, that shoe that is in my mind will get to my feet. But let me tell you something. Whatever you have in your mind can get to your feet. You must be dreaming of heaven for you to get to heaven. You, by the way, how many of you have ever dreamt that they are going to heaven? Ever dreamt? Ever dreamt? None. Your dreams are just earthly. You're just dreaming that you're eating. You're dreaming that you've gone. As in strange things. What preoccupies your mind is what you dream. Let's have heaven in our mind. And let me tell you, you'll start dreaming of heaven. We must rush heaven into our minds. Heaven is not on their mind. Luke chapter 12, reading from verses 34. When you read in Luke 12, 34, this is where I finished yesterday's sermon. Yesterday I was preaching, the sermon was titled, If Tomorrow Never Comes, a reflective sermon to just make you think, get serious about being a young person. Luke 12, 34 says, For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Beloved, where are we investing as young people? Have heaven in your mind. Invest heavenward. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be. If you are investing in fashion, your heart will be in fashion. Instagram will be your throne every day. But when you invest in godly things, and let me tell you, you don't have to dress pathetically for you to appear like you're going to heaven. Even those who are going to heaven dress smartly. Don't say, you know me, I'm being humble. No. Humility means, but then do you know something? Both extremes can distract us. When you dress skimpily, it's a distraction. When you also don't dress in the right way, you can be too simple until you're distracting us. When you, are, when you are a youth, behave like a youth. When you are an ambassador, behave like an ambassador. Do you get me? Ambassadors, behave like ambassadors. When you are an ambassador, don't behave like a toddler so that we have to remind you. And also, don't behave like a grandmother or a head deaconess. Just behave like an ambassador. Behave like a godly ambassador when you are an ambassador. One of the problems we have is, uh, my brother, you're this young, and, and you're behaving like you're the head elder. No. Just behave like a spiritual young boy. When you become an elder, you will behave like an elder. But, but, but you cannot be an ambassador, and all of a sudden we think like, even the things of ambassador don't entertain you. Please, enjoy your life as a young person. Do it in a godly way, but enjoy. 
I want you to enjoy your youthful years. If right now you are told that people are going for hiking, go. Don't wait until you are 45 and 50. Then you are asking people, can we have Sports Sunday? No. Have Sports Sunday right now. And elder, please, take it to the elders' council and the church board. I always say, when ambassadors want to have a Sports Sunday, let's not argue. Let's approve it and let them go. Ambassadors, please, tell us the things you want to do. And please, don't put Sports Sunday five times and no Bible symposium. At least intermingle them. Let's have in one quarter, there's a prayer breakfast. Come and pray as you eat. You cannot be that the only things you want as ambassadors is enjoying, enjoying, enjoying. Have also some godly things. Let the elder in charge of ambassador, when he brings things for approval, we have a holistic message for ambassadors. You, 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 when you go to the church board, you go with five requests from ambassadors. One is prayer breakfast. The other one is a kesha for praying. The other one is sports Sunday. And sports Sunday put two of them and have some two social Sundays just for socializing. On social Sunday, we don't want people to be coming there with desire of ages. Desire of ages you come with on the day of Bible study. Social Sunday is for socializing. You come and ask me my name. You don't ask whether I know Ellen White. Ellen White is for symposium, okay? And let's do that. As in, let's have an all-round, properly balanced ambassadors. That is the only way we can grow. And in my church, New Life, I always, I always tell people, one of the things I stand to do is to ensure that ambassadors, whatever they present, is approved. And bring things that can be approved. Don't bring shoddy things. Let's have good programs. If you don't play football with church members, you will play it with the drunkards. If you want to play PS3, we can even have a day when we say, today we are going to play PS5, PS10, whatever PSS, PlayStation, go play. But let's, let's play it amongst ourselves. You don't play with the drunkards until you forget the bottle of water and you, you drink the beer. No. Whatever you want to do, please let's say and we will sit down and organize it for you. Even if you want to watch a movie, tell us. We will, we will prepare a movie night for ambassadors. We will go and get the right kind of movies for you to watch, not horror movies. But let's have a movie night for ambassadors. And you tell us, preacher, church board, we want to have a movie night. It will run from 7 to 9. We want to have a movie night. Then we say, okay, you will have it. Where's the preview of the movie? It is brought. Even the elder goes with it to the church board. Says, here's the preview of the movie. And elder, you can go watch it first. Let them watch. Then they allow us. Don't ask for a movie night before you have a Kesha to pray for yourself, okay? You will be shocked. What I'm simply saying is, let's have our priorities right. When heaven is on your mind, let me tell you, you will do the right things. We will not be scared about you. Let's have heaven in our minds. Point number five, as I near the close. 
Young people, we lack zeal or fire for God in our belly. We lack zeal for God in our belly. That's one of the reasons we are not going to heaven as ambassadors. As in, you, you need to have this desire for God. I, I, I love your t-shirt. I will go. I will go is an evangelistic claim where you are saying, I, as chief, will go. Ambassadors, when was the last time you people went for an evangelistic mission? Or you don't remember? Listen, we are not going to go to Masailand. We are already in Masailand. We are going to do a crusade here in town run by ambassadors. Go tell the church that. That Mount Olives, Gong Hill Central, we want to do crusade here in town run by ambassadors. We are the ones who are going to preach. In fact, if you call me for that crusade, I only come to do question and answer. So you prepare tough questions you bring. The preaching done by ambassadors. We need to have a zeal for God in our hearts. Look at the book of Luke chapter 23. 24, sorry. Reading from verses 32. And they said to one another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way, while he opened to us the scriptures? Is your heart burning for God? Did not our hearts burn within us? As in you have a sight for God, you can't wait to be allowed to share Jesus. How many of you have ever gossiped? Gossiped. Okay, you, you've ever gossiped. Let me just see by show of hands. You've ever gossiped. Now, let me tell you something about gossip. You know gossip is juicy. When you, have, when you have a serious gossip, you're even waiting for the person who's going to listen. As in, you know the way you tell somebody, hey, let me tell you. Do you know what happened? Hey, you ain't seen nothing yet. And, and you start preparing the gossip. That thing is so juicy. The person you are telling is attentive. Because your heart is burning with a desire to offload the gossip. Now let me tell you, have Jesus in your heart to the level whereby you want to gossip about Jesus. You meet somebody and you're like, just wait. We, we need to talk. I need to tell you something. And, and you start it. We need to have a fire for Jesus in our hearts. One of the reasons we are not going to heaven is because we are not fiery for Jesus. We are not spurred up for Jesus. We don't have the psych to just go and share Jesus with people. I wish in our hearts, in our bellies, we would have Jesus burning within our hearts. One of the reasons ambassadors are not going to heaven, they don't have fire for Jesus in their hearts. Christ Object Lesson, page 69, paragraph 1. It says, Christ is waiting with longing desire for the manifestation of his character in his church. When the character of Christ will be perfectly reproduced in his children, then will he come to take them as his own. Christ is watching you as you develop your character. Nowadays I'm told there's such a thing as character development. What is it? 
Christ is waiting as you develop your character. He's waiting to see himself perfectly reproduced in your life. Do you know what Jesus is doing? Jesus just sits somewhere and watches you and says, wait, wait. My child is growing. My child is growing. My child is growing. My child is growing. And you get to a point when you are perfectly representing Jesus until Jesus says, now you have to come home and be with me. When you read the story of Enoch, the Bible says, and Enoch walked with God and he was not found for he was taken of God. You know what happened with Enoch? Enoch, Enoch associated with God until they were at the same level. Almost to say they were in the same WhatsApp group. God had to admit him. You are qualified for heaven. Here we are, you're walking with the world until God is calling you even on Sunday. You can't come. Why ambassadors are not going to heaven? They've not synchronized with God to the level where they have fire and a desire for God burning in them. Last reason for today, because I have what I call chronological limitation. Last reason for today, why ambassadors are not going to heaven. Destructive sexual activities. Let me tell you, I told you about pornography. It is rampant. And pornography is spoiling young people. Pornography is bad. Bad. Spoiling young people. If you read in the book of First Corinthians, chapter is 6, reading from verses 9, it says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators. Fornicators are not going to heaven. Too many young people are into premarital sex. Fornicators are not going to heaven. One of the reasons young people will not go to heaven is fornication. Listen. Destructive sexual activity that young people are involved in will make them not go to heaven. The Bible says fornicators are not going to heaven. Nor idolaters, nor adulterers. Adulterers not going to heaven. Young people, youths nowadays have sponsors. I don't know what's wrong with you. You've made it difficult until the general conference had to change the name of youth sponsors and Pathfinder sponsors to be Pathfinder advisors. It's going to be discussed in the general conference session to be voted. That now let's not use the word sponsor, let's use the word advisor. Because nowadays when I ask, hey, sponsors, even you young people at you have sponsors, imagine. It's shocking. Listen, you are worthy. You are bought with a price. You are bought with Jesus. And Jesus shed his blood for you. You are more worthy than those single funny coins that somebody wants to pay. Somebody can't do that for you. That's making you too cheap. And I always say, if your parents were here, I would have told them, if your daughter comes home with an iPhone and you didn't buy it, you need to call for an emergency church board in your house. Where did you get the phone? Either your daughter is a thief or your daughter is being sponsored by somebody who wants to sleep with them. 
If you want to donate a phone to my daughter, donate through me. You donate through the government. Anyway, preacher, come slow. We don't even have phones. Okay. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 says, Adulterers are not going to heaven, nor effeminites. And effeminites there, for simpler translations, you can go check the simpler translations, but it's basically the category we are talking of LGBTQ. This issue of you don't even know where you belong in terms of your sexuality. Homosexuals are not going to heaven. I am not the one who has said it. The Bible has said it. Homosexuals can be saved. Fornicators can be saved. But you will not go to heaven practicing fornication or homosexuality. You won't go to heaven watching pornography. You are not. And young people are nowadays... There's even another one that is also gaining traction called masturbation. Have you heard of masturbation? Or you've not heard? If you've not heard and you're innocent like that, forget it. But all these things, young people are doing them. And it's shocking. You're not going to heaven if you want to continue like this. In fact, the Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 6, verses 9, it says... No, verses 11. And such were some of you, but you are washed, but you are sanctified, but you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of our God. Amen? Did you hear that? Even if you had a past life which was pathetic, you are washed, you are sanctified, you are justified by the Spirit. So God is saying, listen, even if you have been hooked up to drugs, listen, don't worry about drugs. Accept Jesus. He will clean you. And that's why they say, when the devil reminds you of your past, remind him of his future. And that's why, let me tell you, when, when somebody says, you're a young person who has been hooked to drugs, today you've accepted Jesus and you have stopped doing drugs, then somebody comes tomorrow and they're saying you're a pretender, you used to do drugs. Tell them, that was me before I met Jesus. Don't define me by my past. Define me by my God. Define me by my Jesus. In fact, as a young person, you should be defined by the relationship you have with Jesus Christ. Where is Jesus in your life? 1 Corinthians 6, 16 says, What? Know ye not that he which is joined to a harlot is one body? For two, he says, shall be one flesh. But he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committed fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which you have of God? You are not your own. You are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. Young people, you are bought with a price. Glorify God in your body. I like saying something. Everyone can think you are useless. Just remember, Jesus takes you seriously. They can say what they want. But just remember one thing, Jesus takes you seriously. Learn to take him seriously. One of the challenges we have as young people is we don't take Jesus seriously. 
I have several other reasons why young people are not going to heaven. But I don't want to give you too many. You may perfect the reasons of not going to heaven until you don't go. Preacher, now give us a summary and close. This is a summary. In today's message, I decided to do the converse. Instead of presenting to you what you need to go to heaven, I decided to present to you the things that you can do that will disqualify you for heaven. And as young people, I want you to think deeply about this. Think deeply about this. There are things that we do that will disqualify us from heaven. I don't want us disqualified from heaven. Allow me to ask a difficult question. Am I allowed? Am I allowed? Am I allowed to ask a difficult question? Serious notes. How many of you want to go to heaven? Now listen. This question is more serious than the way you think it is. So think before you put up your hand. How many of you in your heart, you're saying, I would want to go to heaven? And let me clarify this. If your hand is not up, it doesn't mean you hate Jesus. It may mean you are taking the question so seriously, you are digesting it to look at your life and consider whether you are making the right decision. I'm very serious. How many of you want to go to heaven? By show ones. You're serious you would want to go to heaven. You're just like, God, I would want to go to heaven. Put on your hands. Put on your hands. Put on your hands. Let me ask you another question. How many of you are ready to go to heaven today? Now this one, don't even put up your hand. Think. If you are not ready to go to heaven today, what do you think is making you not ready to go to heaven today? Think of that one thing. And that is what I want you to put to the Lord to prayer. That Lord, help me get rid of this one thing that is making me not fit for heaven today. That's the direction I want us to take. Are you getting me? Let's rise up. I want to pray. With our heads bowed, our eyes closed, I am asking, reflecting on the message of the hour, you think for yourself, and you know you've never given your life fully to Jesus. And having heard today's message, the Lord has spoken to you, and you're saying, God, I want to commit my life to you. Put up your hand. I want to pray with someone. Somebody is just making a commitment, saying, Lord, I've heard you speak to me. I want to make a commitment for you in a special way. I give my life to you. Put up your hand. I want to pray with someone. Thank you. Thank you for those who are responding. Thank you. Let's pray. Lord, your children are putting up their hands. They're saying, God, in a special way, I'm committing myself to you this day. 
Look at those hands. Feeble hands. People who are feeling unworthy of themselves. But remembering that you are in church, remembering you are able, they've put up their hands, take hold of their hands and strengthen them. I'm making another appeal. There's somebody, as I made the question on being ready for heaven, you reflect on your life, there is something in your life that you think is making you not ready for heaven. It may be a bad habit you have that is making you not ready for heaven. Or it may even be that good habit you've neglected to do that is making you not ready for heaven. And today you're saying, Lord, I want you to help me and I am willing to listen to you as you help me to be ready for heaven. Put up your hand. I want to pray with someone. Someone who is in that category. Dear Lord, these additional hands that are coming up are people making a commitment that God, we have not felt ready for your coming. But today we have heard you. We are desirous to go with you to heaven. Please God, help us. Please God, transform us. Please God, make us old. Make us new. And God, I pray now for all the ambassadors here present who have listened to this message. May we be transformed by the renewing of our minds as we hear you through your word that has been spoken to us in this hour. is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. The Lord bless you all. The Lord keep you all safe. Allow me to ask quickly.